Welcome to Journey on My Mind, a podcast produced by Journey Church. Our mission is to provide practical guidance for navigating the complexities of modern life by combining psychological principles with biblical counseling. Join us on this path where we explore the meaning point of science and faith and offer insights to help you on your journey. Welcome to A Journey on My Mind. I'm here with three of my closest friends as we sit around this table and discuss some of the greater complex things of life that include the mind and the spirit and the soul. And uh, thank you for joining me today, Sam. Yeah, glad to be here, buddy. Susie. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and Dave. <laughs> Good to be here. Susie's sitting in for Lauren today. Mm-hmm. Big shoes to fill. Oh, Big man. shoes. Yeah. And we are in the middle of a... Um, snow apocalypse here Mm -hmm. in tennessee whenever it snows it's a snow apocalypse but whenever it rains too much yes an apocalypse but but this has been um a few days Mm -hmm. dave you said you haven't been out of your uh place since sunday we're recording on thursday and i hadn't left my apartment since (laughs) sunday so i'm glad we got you out of your apartment (laughs) thank you for showering before you came since sunday either Really? Yeah. And wow. you said you have people that you can dispatch to walk the dog. Yes, yes. See, yes. I don't have that. Did, Ellen and I have to... I did walk the dog to the end of the driveway one day. Well, that's well, that was kind. very was brave like, of you. We have a fence in the yard. Yeah. I just <laughs> let it too. out. We need to. We, they, ours love it, man. They've been yeah, like playing it like crazy. Yeah. Our dog does not know, let's just say, how to do business in, <laughs> in the snow. So held it for business. like... Days. Oh my oh no. gosh! Kid you not, and we're like, you gotta eventually figure this out. Eventually, yeah. that's like good. the people who don't like to do that anywhere but home. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was my, like, all my kids. Yeah, that's up. everyone yeah. in my family yeah, too. Like, like they just won't go anywhere yeah. except for home. Well, me neither. <laughs> oh yeah, we know that that's thanks, yeah, yeah, thanks yeah, yeah, Sam yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Lightning is about to strike Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So growing up, I know Susie, you grew up in California. Yes, and, I did. Well, you you spent a little time in England. I did. They have snow in England. Do yes. You, do you remember it? As, uh, uh, I actually do have a memory of one one memory of there being snowfall. Yes, mm. but it wasn't like a lot. Like I don't. Rem- I was outside in yeah. the park, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was oh, snowflake. I didn't have to stay home. <laughs> okay. Nice. So, did they do sliding and sliding and all that stuff over there? I imagine they did, but I didn't. Okay, yeah. that's fair. That's yeah. fair. I had parents that handled handled me very gingerly. Oh, so. I did not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I did Nor not. did I. I had the no. total opposite of your experience. Yes, when it comes to that. Yes, I, I had, I had. Uh, you know, some people say they had helicopter parents. Some people have snowplow parents. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had. We have kids' parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? Yeah. And why are they in our house still? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my parents were like similar, but it was, they had weird rules mm-hmm. that didn't line up. Right. Like I could go roam free. Oh, for sure. But I had to be in bed before eight o'clock when I was in middle school, which makes Whoa. no sense because all yeah. the kids were watching Welcome yeah. Back Cotter and yeah. oh. they were talking about it. And I had to be like, I I've got... never even seen it. Oh. So it was very weird. I feel bad for you. My yeah, parents were kind of like that too. Like, yeah. Weird rules that, and they would kind of change too. Right. Was that how yours were? Very arbitrary. Yeah. Ar- yeah weird. Arbitrary. And, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. My parents were pretty strict about stuff too, like curfews and things like that. Yeah. But I was allowed to watch Dallas and Dynasty when Whoa. I was little. Yeah. Dallas wow. and Dynasty. Like I was like, I remember being like seven years old and watching those shows. Yeah. Here's how inconsistent my parents were with Who this. shot JR? They would yeah. let me I buy. I up in Dallas. Albums. I could buy albums 
whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I would yeah. listen to George Carlin's seven <laughs> dirty words you can't say, say on <laughs> and other things like that. But yes, I love but that album. By the way, watch Welcome Back, Cotter. Yeah, mm. that makes yeah. no sense. Pretty would. Who were you allowed to watch <laughs> Mash? It was just it was like it was on too late. Oh, right now when I got older, yes, I think this was more about not like we don't want you to stay up mm-hmm. as much as we want to have you in bed and right. awake, like so we can just our time be, yeah. kind of be done with having kids. You had a brother. You yeah. still do have a brother. Yeah, was he older or younger? <laughs> younger, four years. Okay, so we're in the same bucket. Uh, yeah, they did the same. See. Uh, the beauty of being the youngest of four mm-hmm. is that I just inherited everybody else's uh, bedtime, everybody else's curfew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they didn't want to keep track of more than one time. So if the if my older siblings had a midnight curfew, I had a midnight curfew yeah. when I was in like seventh grade. Yeah, and That's I'd show hilarious. up at home, show up at home at ten o'clock, and they'd be like, "What are you doing here?" Well, all my friends had to go home, so <laughs> I guess I'm coming home. <laughs> I guess I'm going home, and they're like. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Well, Susie and I are in that real time right now, I yeah. think. At least we are with Rocky, our youngest. Like, yeah. we had a conversation about this yesterday. Uh-huh. Like, Honor, our middle, our daughter, was like, Dad, like, Rocky's spoiled. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we're like, well, we spoiled you as much as we could. You yeah, know? Right. Not, but it was just all these, it was you different. know, yeah. as, it, as it trickles down, it, it, the older, yeah. uh, it feels more unfair. We to have way more chill and a little bit more money. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it is. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's what happens. Harder. <laughs> that's exactly right. I, I'm like, we just spoil Rocky differently. Yeah. They're yeah. like, way better. I'm like, well, okay. okay. Well, well, yeah, know, whatever. Right, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my kids said the same thing, but I was like, no. Yeah. yeah. No, no, we treated you the same. No, you didn't. Okay. Yeah. We definitely do not treat our kids the same. <laughs> I am sad to say. Uh. <laughs> well, could have been worse. It could so, have. So any, any good snow stories for you, Dave? Well, I grew up in Virginia Beach, so not a lot of snow growing up. Uh. But as an adult, all kinds of snow stories. And <laughs> I will tell you, I have skidded off the road at least twice or been in wow. a car that skid off. I was trying to think about it on the way here because I almost did it again. Oh. Um, but I think it's three times, maybe twice. And once where I, it was in Pennsylvania, <laughs> where I spun backwards, bounced off the guardrail, oh, came across God. into Ooh. oncoming traffic. Oh, oh no. I was oh, facing no. the traffic. Yeah. Right. What were you driving? That's what's most important. Oh, man. It was like a little Datsun. Oh, oh yeah. It, those will kill yeah. you. It was, it, was <laughs> yeah. like, it was death trap. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, B210. Yeah. Another time I was... <laughs> In a little, um, I guess it was... You don't drive big cars, do you? No, but I was with some college friends. And for whatever reason, they decided it was a smart idea to take the secondary roads when it snowed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the car just went zink into the ditch. And we were Mm. facing straight up like a rocket ship. Oh, no. Like the front of the car was facing the sky. That's fun. I'm guessing you didn't get out of that. We did. Oh, you did. Weirdly, wow. we did. Wow. We figured it out. Okay. Well, All yeah. Right. Enough. Enough Without college a tow students. Truck you get enough college students well, that have impressive. had enough to drink. You can get out of anything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fair enough. Touche. That's right. All right. Yeah. All right. yeah, but I've got all you know uh, yeah, things like, like that, that. That is like uh-huh. a lot of snow catastrophes. Yeah, yeah. That happened. Yeah. <laughs> As a child, we I lived in northern Minnesota, so snow was a regular part of my life yep. from Halloween through April. So that's about half the year, Kev. Oh, it's a little more. So than do you that. get really okay, annoyed okay. at people here? Yes, I do, and I try not to because I go, "Hey, you know, this is." And we were driving around the other night, Lori and I, and I'm like, "Ah, this is like this is like normal." Yeah, this is like oh, I... but um, one year it snowed so much that we lived in a ranch house, 
one story. Mm -hmm. Everybody pretty much in northern Minnesota, it's easier to heat. And uh, the snow had gotten so high that we had to shovel off the roof. And then when we got done shoveling off the roof, you couldn't, it, it filled the, um, so we could slide off of the roof because it it did, it made a perfect hill. (laughs) So that winter, our, our hill was our house. That's awesome. It was amazing. Wow. We had such a good time with that. My dad was very irritated when he found out (laughs) that we were walking all over the the roof roof all, all, all winter. With all that snow. But it was perfect. That's awesome. It was, it was so fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a good memory. Well, this one, I don't know if this would be, it's a good memory now, I'll say. Mm -hmm. Um, So right after I graduated high school, I took a year before I went to college. And one of my jobs that year, uh, I was a cook at McDonald's. Oh, and I had to do I like the, the word cook or whatever yeah, you yeah, call yeah. it, whatever you want to call it, you whatever you're, you're chef. I, I warmed up the food. At let's McDonald's, go. Let's go right? with chef. I unfroze the patties. Nice. Um, but I had to be there like early, like well, we, I think openers had to be there at like three 30 in the right? morning, in the morning. Really? Yeah, Cause it was, I think we opened at four Nightmare. For when you were 18. Yeah. Oh, dude, man, I was yeah. going to bed at three thirty. Well, that'll make you want to go to college. Well, this, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I had enough bad jobs that yeah. year that I'm like, yeah, I think I'll, or at least that you know I didn't love. But so I was so tired one morning. I woke and it had snowed. It had a we had a blizzard. And I grew up in Indiana, so in the Midwest again, snow's not yeah. that abnormal. And they know how to clear the roads there and stuff. Yeah. But it was a lot of snow, and I was so tired. I'm like, I do not want to go in. So I literally you drove. I drove my car into a field. Like I wrecked it on purpose. <laughs> oh no, I did, my I gosh! Didn't, I didn't. Re- I didn't like no insurance, nothing. I just drove it so I, I could, could honestly tell them, guys, I'm I went stuck. off the road. I can't, I can't come in. I can't, like I didn't I want to lie, but <laughs> wow. So I I created a truth huh. in that moment. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, man, I've delivered pizzas in snowstorms. Yeah, that's a blast. You get the best tips, dude. In snowstorms, my it's so good. Journey, my oldest, his, his buddy from Chicago came down during this, and mm-hmm. he's a, uh, a DoorDash. He DoorDashes. Yeah. And so he DoorDashed while he was here because yeah. he drives in Chicago, and mm-hmm. nobody wanted out, and they were paying really well for DoorDash. So that yeah. kid raked, raked, you know, yeah. raked in the dollars wow. this week, man. Yeah. So I had a funny. Jeep. So I was like, well, delivery pizza. I could go anywhere. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, it is amazing though when people who've grown up in snow, you're with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. because we went to Denver to visit some friends, and it was a snowstorm like this one. Yep. Yeah, it was nothing. Yeah, they were driving 50 miles an yeah. hour. Yeah. They oh, were. Yeah. I mean, we we had a little chalet up in the Rockies. It's like snow everywhere. You can't see. They're just plowing Zoom through the down thing. The mountain. Not one bit of anxiety. Yeah, no. like just. Just doing it. it becomes such normal. a different world than here where people oh, are no clue. Disaster. Yeah. No yeah. clue. <laughs> Saw a guy the, yesterday. I was out trying to get through the intersection of Nolansville Pike and Old Hickory. Yeah. And it's a little bit of an incline. He's driving one of these uh, ski on, sky on TCs. It's a rear wheel drive. Uh, he's got wide tires on it. He's just spinning around in circles. And everybody's like, everybody on the road <laughs> is just getting away from him. So the light turns red. I pull up next to him, roll down the window. And he rolls down the window. What? He's like 16. I'm like, if you stop spinning your wheels, you will get somewhere. Yeah. Well, how do you? Uh, I'm like, dude, just gentle <laughs> and slow. <laughs> yeah. And you'll get out of here. Because he, I think he had been there all day. <laughs> Like literally just spinning in a circle. Life wow. wisdom right. from Kevin. Yeah. Right. yeah. I felt bad for Deep him. Deep thoughts. Mm-hmm. He got out though, right? He like, did. He yeah. followed me through. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. 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 
So that was good. So let's, uh, you know, we kind of hinted at our conversation early on. We were talking about our parents. Mm -hmm. All of us have them. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to talk a little bit about the psychology of aging today mm -hmm. and um, and how we go through that and what happens to us. And uh, a little bit of I, I, the church really does play a role in this in many ways. Mm. Spiritual life does in in helping people age well, mm. or not actually, because mm -hmm. community does play a big role in mm -hmm. in how well people age. So, Dave, do you have some starters for us? I do, but before I get into this, I'd love to just hear have people that are listening hear our current situations. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, if you don't mind saying, yeah. like, what the oh for us the personally. ages of your parents mm -hmm. and their kind of current situation yeah. and all that mm -hmm. do you yeah do you feel good about yeah that? absolutely mm -hmm. so i i lost my mom in 2005 to in, inflammatory breast cancer mm. um she was 54 so you know she right kind of in that prime is when she passed and then i lost my father in tw 2019 to mm -hmm. uh parkinson's and congestive heart failure and, and renal failure. So there was a lot going on there, yep. but he had early onset Parkinson's. He was in, in his early fifties um, and he died when he was 69. So he had had that. And so um, same my, and my wife's father died the year, uh, just about four or five months after my dad from Parkinson's as well. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we only, between Angel and I, we have one parent that's one alive. living. Parent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my mom passed away in 2020 at the age of 74 after um, she had multiple sclerosis, so probably like over 40 years of that. <clears throat> wow. So I was five when she was diagnosed. So yeah, long time of living with that. Mm -hmm. My dad is alive. He lives out of the country. He's 78 years old um, and he's, he's a handful. <laughs> and in another country and in another country <laughs> that's a good combination there. yes and uh, my dad was diagnosed with early onset dementia when he was 69 he died when he was 74 that was in 2012 that was an interesting stretch of time mm -hmm. um my mom is currently living she's 86 and is currently she came to visit me this is probably what <laughs> set us down this path as she came to visit me she lives with her my sister in west virginia but my sister was going on a trip so i watched her and uh, she's been in and out of the hospital since she's been here she's currently in a rehab she has con congenitive no congestive heart failure. heart failure she has renal failure she is um uh wasting away in many ways she mm -hmm. just is really uh but she's cognitively all there and um lets you know life what life's about mm -hmm. my uh my wife's um mother is still living she's 93 lives wow. alone still drives so and then uh, her dad died in 2000 he was 80 years old when he died wow there was a big gap in ages yeah. um so yeah he died of no nah, i won't say he just it doesn't matter how he died okay yeah he, di he died at a casino so we'll just leave it at that there's a story there <laughs> there is it's another podcast yes yeah, different show right yeah. yeah my dad died two years ago after a long protracted struggle where he had had a series of strokes and then he had vascular dementia and so he hmm. was just you know he couldn't care for himself he stayed at home my, my mom was his yeah. primary caretaker yeah so he died a couple years ago 
but that was probably, I don't know, four years in the making, something like that. Uh, my mom's still alive. She's early eighties, um, mentally sharp, but is having some, you know, kind of lots of physical, yeah, is just breaking down physically. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ellen's dad died about six, seven years ago. I'll tell you a real quick story about him in a second. He died of congestive heart failure and her mom is 80. Gosh, I want to say 85. She might be like 87 now. Wow. And just like the most <laughs> with it, spry, yeah. I believe cool that. person. Like yeah. what, if you know Ellen, it's who you would imagine Ellen's okay. mom to be. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. what I was pitching. Yeah. And yeah, she's yeah, yeah. like one of my all time favorite people. Is she that the one awesome. who said that you need to be a good friend to yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. She's awesome. That's That stayed with me. I'll never mm -hmm. forget yeah, that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That she said that she wasn't lonely after her husband died or sad because she was a friend to herself and mm -hmm. she felt like she could be company for herself and yeah. and feel okay with who she was. So That's awesome. Good yeah, my my um, yeah. father-in-law was a different breed of cat. And I okay. won't get too far into this, but <laughs> okay. he was an army major, career military guy, retired oh. after 20 years at age 40 in um in, in the mountains of North Carolina, was a Christmas tree farmer. Wow. And was just a uh, just you know, a former army major guy. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And my favorite story with him ever, I told this a lot of times, <laughs> is he's working on the Christmas tree farm and he has the misfortune of having me as a son-in-law who's like completely <laughs> worthless. So we're up there for uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. And my brother, who's not related to him, is out there working the Christmas tree farm, cutting down trees. <laughs> and I'm, I'm inside playing Xbox. And I hear the chainsaw going and all of a sudden it stops. And then the screen door opens to the house and his pants leg is cut open and gushing blood. Oh, oh no. Gosh. And he says, first time I cut my leg with a dang chainsaw. And he marches down the hall and 10 minutes later comes out with another pair of jeans, out the door, fires up the chainsaw. And I was thinking, if that happened to me, yeah. oh. I'd never get over it. I'd yeah. lay there. You right. know, I'd never <laughs> get funny. over it. If that's I cut really my leg funny. over with a chainsaw, it would define every moment yeah. of every that's conversation. Right. Oh, yeah. He didn't think about it. For a minute, a, yeah. A, a week later, he wasn't thinking about it. Yeah. So he was just a different, different yeah, that's guy, and he so he had a, you know, congestive heart failure and all yeah. this stuff. But he was just a tough bird. But, yeah. Wow. So we're in different situations mm -hmm. with our parents and with other relatives. And well, all I that. didn't talk about my in-laws. You guys all talked about yeah, your in-laws. Yeah. My my in-laws are great. <laughs> they really are. They're seventy-seven, mm -hmm. but my father-in-law has had cancer. He's mm -hmm. actually had three different types of cancer. Wow. wow. And this latest one he's had since, uh, I mean, I think 2011 or 12. Wow. So, and he's like, he is a powerful human being. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. yeah. I know. You know, this is... We'll, we'll see if this ever happens. But you know, when people get cancer and they're like, he's so courageous in his yeah. courageous battle with cancer, mm -hmm. that's not what they're going to say about me if I get cancer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, Dave me is like whining, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> complaining, miserable to be, like, I'm not going to be. You're not a good patient. No, yeah. I'm going to be terrible at it. So, Dave, just, I've already decided I'm not getting cancer. So that's, well, good. that's, that's, the, route, that's the route I'm going. <laughs> good for you, Kevin. Thanks. Why didn't we think of that? I, yeah. I know it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. You like that one? Yeah. I do. So we're kind of imagining this or fashioning this conversation as two parts. One where we're talking about the perspective of the aging person. Yes. And the other where we're talking about the perspective of people who are right. caring for and love the aging person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So I just want to throw out a couple of things that we can bounce off of about the perspective of the aging person and some of the psychology of that. Yeah. And I, uh, as I looked over 
research and yeah. studied the uh, what's out there really came down to to five things I want to share. They're just, all just you know I'm getting close to experiencing this psychology, so I'm gonna take notes on. You mean you personally? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So. Yeah. yeah, here it comes, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, here it comes. Thank you. Oh, I know. This is the weird thing about. I being am older our than age. you. Yes. Not, not by much. Not by much, but you know, I'll take the year. Yeah. Yeah. But it is it is strange when you're like in your head, you mentally represent yourself as like, oh, I'm 30 years old. Yes. Right, right, right. And yes. you're like, oh, I can't walk with my left yep. leg for some inexplicable reason. Because, yeah. you know, like all these mm -hmm. aches and pains and yep. all this stuff. So, so dumb. Very weird. Yeah. So here are the things that I'll just put out there. They're interlocking. They're related things. But uh, why don't I put them out there first and then we'll kind of pick back through them. Great. Um, so the first thing that relates to the psychology of aging is that there are issues of identity and self-perception. Mm. So someone gets old, they maybe have retired, mm -hmm. and a lot of who they are has been tied to what they've done, yep. yeah. and now they've lost that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And yep. it's, what am I about now? Maybe their role was as a parent, and now their kids are grown and their grandchildren are away from them. Yeah, All the things that they mm. had as part of their, this is my role in life, mm -hmm. might have been just taken away from them yeah. or that they've yeah. given up. Yeah. So that's a biggie. Yep. The second is the social connections. You get older and you retire, so you don't have your work people, your friends begin to get um, infirm or they die. Mm -hmm. um, then you can't get around as much. And so all of a sudden that social connectedness um, begins to dry up. The third is cognitive changes. Mm -hmm. So you start to have yeah. anywhere from mild um, memory issues, which believe me, I'm way past that already <laughs> to full on dementia mm -hmm. and all the other, the things that go with that. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. And, and that's actually really complex. That that's a whole conversation itself yeah. of like the different kinds of memory mm -hmm. and how that affects people in different ways. So I'll give you one example of that. Um, and, and I'm not trying to make this about me, but what I've noticed is I'm starting to see some problems with what's called prospective memory, which is remembering to remember, mm. right? So if I'm like, oh, I need to do blank unless I write it down yeah. or unless I, I don't remember to remember the thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Now, if someone says, did you call so-and-so? I'll remember that I was supposed to. So mm -hmm. it wasn't that it's not in my head, but that's kind of a, you know, an early thing that happens with, with some people with aging and all that. Yeah. We're going downhill. I know. I know. I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, wait a minute. That's me. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. And some of that can be just being very busy and stationed in life. Some sure. of it can be stressed out. Mm -hmm. You know, some of that mm -hmm. can be just temporary. I always said there's just so much in there yeah. that it doesn't have any more room to hold <laughs> For sure. Anymore. That's right. definitely so, what it is. Your right. brain is just definitely. so... Definitely. That's it. Oh, you don't, you don't believe it. It's okay. so big right. and full. There, that's yeah. right. Yes. That's right. Yeah, that's what we think of it with, with Sam. We're like, that's Sam with his big and full brain. Yeah, just don't have any more room. I actually do yeah. think that about you. I, want, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really do. Seen, I've seen with my mother, she's losing her eyesight. She mm -hmm. has a... Um, uh, Cataracts? No, yeah. That, she got a bunch Macular, of, macular degeneration. That's it, yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I was going to say that, and I thought, man, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. I remember to remember. But it has <laughs> affected all... all kinds of things in mm -hmm. her life like what she can read what mm -hmm. she can uh, mm -hmm. do whether she can navigate a dark room or a, yeah. a yeah. shadowy room it's 
all of it. It's, it's hard. Changed yeah. everything yeah. for her. My grandpa had that. That's really hard. Yeah. My yeah. grandma's literally experiencing that right now as she's yeah. in a nursing home. She's ninety two and kind of a lot of what we're you know, if yeah. you guys are even describing, I'm like, that's that's kind of where grandma is right now. Yeah. yeah. That's genetic too, so it might be coming for us. I know. I oh, go no. I go <laughs> I try and I, I'm due to go to the I hate going to the eye doctor. But mm -hmm. I'm gonna go. Got a boy. I gotta keep at a boy. At a keep boy. Keep those eyes yep. going. Yeah. Uh, the the last two are very related to each other, and they both have to do with sort of the emotional side of this. Mm -hmm. I didn't even put down the obvious physical pieces mm -hmm. of it, except that what we're acknowledging is that you know your eyesight, your yeah. just your hearing, you're hearing, hearing, hearing all yeah. that stuff. But uh, grief and loss, mm -hmm. so loss of your own functioning, mm -hmm. loss yeah. of people that are uh, your peers and close with mm -hmm. you, loss of uh, your own independence, mm -hmm. right, and then. It's also a time of greater anxiety and depression for a lot of people, right? Because yeah. all of a sudden you've got your own health concerns. You're thinking about your own mortality in, in very real ways. Mm -hmm. uh, there are financial worries for, for a lot of people and mm -hmm. how they're going to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. yeah. So from the perspective of the older person, yeah, this is the psychology of the things that change in big ways. And, and so I know we want to have conversation next about like how those of us who are experiencing yeah, it from are, the outside, right. Who are caring for them or, or yeah. loving these people. But from their perspective, this is a time of life where a lot of things are changing. Yeah. yeah. The, the other thing I'll say that uh, then we can bounce off of this is there is a whole study of different phases of life, developmental stages. Those of you who've ever taken a developmental psychology class, this is a, uh, Eric Erickson's psychosocial oh, stages. Yeah. So you think about when you're a infant, it's trust versus mistrust. And then, you know, all the mm -hmm. way up when you're a teenager, it's, you know, is, am I, um, what's my role and what's my identity versus mm -hmm. I, I haven't figured that out. All these stages, the last stage of, of development is in this older time, obviously. Mm -hmm. And it's called integrity versus despair. Hmm. And what that means is Ooh. if you hit this point when you're older, you've gone through life, you're either going to be at a place where you're like, I am at peace with myself. Mm -hmm. I'm good with this person yeah. I've become mm -hmm. or not. Yeah. I'll use my mother-in-law's example. You already referred to it. Mm -hmm. the, the picture of, of that is a person who has personal, we call it sometimes ego integrity, but just integrity. It's mm -hmm. like, I'm good. I, I am a friend to myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, but then you also see, older people that are just more angry mm -hmm. and resentful yeah, and yeah. more difficult to be around and yeah. all that. And that is usually kind of a slow train coming. Usually yeah. it's a, things have gotten to this point that when they're <laughs> older, this is what it looks like. Yeah. Right. Oh, I was just going to say that like, I feel like I've observed that in mm -hmm. some people that like, mm -hmm. which is true of all of us. Like, they become more of who they were, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. because you lose all the filters too, right? right? Yeah. So it's like everything that's in your head that you had the filter to keep to yourself, you're no longer. Goes away. Yeah. 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 And I, I, I can feel that in myself. Like I, I, I feel generally good about myself, but I also, you can feel the little yeah. pull toward mm -hmm. some of the like being grumpy old man kind mm -hmm. of, I, I was at a doctor's office and the elevator, it was two elevators. Yeah. It's a three-story building. Yeah. And there's this old man going, 
well, why don't they have one elevator going up and one going down? And why don't they? His complaint is just sitting there, just yeah, ranting about the about elevator. Yeah, yeah, Which, yeah. by the way, makes no sense to have one elevator no. that only goes right, up. Right, right. It's like, what does it go through the yeah, middle of the earth? And the, I don't know yeah. how that works, but uh, only one goes down. Right. What? But he was just going off one's about screwed. it. And these people are there, you know, with their kids, and they're all kind of like. And I'm like, man. I told Ellen, I'm like, I do not want to be that guy. Yeah. yeah. Right? But you can feel that, like, you get to a certain point. Sure. Like in in our we. I think I've said this here. We, when we moved to Nashville, we said, we're going, we're, we're not going to do home ownership. We're anymore, going, right. right. We're going to an apartment. We have an apartment. And during the snow, the kids yeah. are just rollerblading down the halls and yeah, yeah. yelling. And, screaming. <laughs> and there's, there's a part of me that wants to be out there like, you know, get off the get property. Off my lawn. Right. So you can there, feel yeah. it kind of pull toward yeah. that. But, yeah. but right. They're, they're definitely when people get older, like mm-hmm. Susie's saying, mm-hmm. The filters come down and then they become a more heightened or pronounced version of themselves. Yeah. 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 yeah when my dad got dementia, that came out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I a, saw it was funny. A lot of what you were yeah. just talking about in my dad through, <clears throat> through his, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. And my grandma, my grandma passed away earlier in 2023 and she was 99. Yeah. And she had some dementia too mm-hmm. because of her age and she had. She outlived three of five children that she bore wow. and her husband. Mm-hmm. But man, like I, I've actually been thinking about this lately in that I want to age like she aged yes. because she was always, she just, the older she got, the kinder she got yeah. and the more yeah. um, softened she mm-hmm. became. And, you know, when she was completely dependent on other people, she didn't, she didn't complain. And here she, she took care of everyone her mm-hmm. kids her grandkids other people's kids mm-hmm. and she just never she, when she wasn't able to do those things she didn't she didn't turn into a bitter person right yeah right Did, it's it's less about the circumstances yeah, yeah. and just about their core mm-hmm. person well, they become. do you ever because i'm just thinking about like my dad and yeah. i definitely what you're kind of we were describing happened right that kind of that filters go away and kind mm-hmm. of and i know with parkinson's there can be at times you know aspects of dementia mm-hmm. that play into that but um you know like i also saw kind of the other side of that happen as he got closer to the end which was almost a piece with uh you know like it went from that kind of fighting it to yeah. just a a release or a, a peace and, Absolutely, and, yeah. and to that in that integrity kind of mm-hmm. place that you're talking about, you know, yeah. is that common? Uncommon? Does that, no, I think it, it can be very okay. common. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not an expert on aging. I tend to work with the other side of yeah. the, the yeah. continuum, but from what I understand, yeah, you can, you can definitely have a period where you're fighting. And in a sense, that's more of a, it's like I'm, I'm fighting for something mm-hmm. rather than I'm just becoming a grumpy old guy. Sure. Yeah. Or it could be a symptom of things that are going on cognitively right. for you. Right. Sure. But it's interesting to get a glimpse at that point where, like, are they at peace with themselves? Yeah. Uh, like Susie was saying, my mother-in-law, Manon, who I already described, awesome, her sister is in her early 90s, has Alzheimer's, and um, and yet is the most, like the two of them together, they're just the most delightful, Aww. tearful People can't remember anything, doesn't, yeah. you know, like emails, yeah. uh, the same thing, yeah. like within the same hour, right. you know, all this stuff, but just like yeah. laughs and yeah. good, it like just enjoys conversation, being with people. It's that kind of very cheerful, mm-hmm. delightful person. By the way, this is fascinating. I'll tell you, yeah. 
she developed a thing I'd never heard of before. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was real. I looked it up. It's a real thing. <laughs> so she has, this is my mother-in-law's sister. Okay. Okay. 90 something years old. She says, uh, I've got some boarders who live downstairs in the basement, which she does. And you know what? They play hymns of the faith night and day. Hmm. And Ooh. it's just so sweet. It reminds me of, you know, mm-hmm. what I grew up with and night and day. Sometimes it keeps me up, hmm. but night and day. Hmm. And I'm like, huh, really? And so when her daughter came over, she goes, come over, stand over here. You can hear it. And she stood over there and she's like, oh no, she's not hearing anything. There's a thing called musical ear syndrome. Hmm. Oh, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> where, <laughs> right. Where, where like songs huh. that you have wow. had in your head, just like almost in a hallucinating uh-huh. kind of way. That's so cool. And so she hears it like it's a thing. Yeah. Like she's not a match. Like not it's real for her. She's yeah. hearing the sound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. but I feel like we need to have another episode on what music you would hear if you had. Well, that. I know what I would hear. <laughs> that might be a good conversation. That's a good one. For sure. No, no, I know what I'd hear. Me but, too. Yeah. yeah. But you think about like, that's not, who would ever expect that? Yeah. yeah that's right? that's so I've never cool, heard of that. Wow. Yeah. And especially for her that it's hymns, like I just can't, I can't help to think like what, how sweet of God mm-hmm. to yeah. give her that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Just the hymns of the faith. Yeah. They're so yeah. sweet. Yeah. Sometimes so cool. it keeps me up at night, mm-hmm. but they just like to, you know. That's cool. Yeah. 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 I, in my first church out in rural Pennsylvania, <laughs> um, we would go to people's houses with shut-ins and do communion with them. Yeah. And uh, there was a, there was a sweet, very sweet old lady she was in her 90s um and we would we would get there every month we would you know walk in and she'd be so happy to see us she would have food out and all kinds of stuff <laughs> the last time we went um she had she she gotten dis, disoriented a little yeah. bit and so the the cookies she had just taken them out of the freezer so they were frozen uh the coffee was cold and the um and and the house looked like you know like she hadn't been caring for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we said, hey, can we call your your sister or your daughter or somebody? Because something doesn't seem right. She goes, yeah, you probably should because I think I'm going to die tonight. Oh, oh, oh wow. wow. But I'm so glad you came to send me on my way and we'll have communion together. So we sat with her, prayed with her. Um, this was before cell phones. So uh, Phil and I left the house and he said, we need to call him. I said, yeah. So we went and called them, and and when they got over there, she died. No, wow. no way. Wow. That I was. That's, she had died. She wow. called it. She knew it. She, she called, it. called it. Wow. That's it was like amazing. Babe Ruth, man. She well, was like pointing like. That's... And I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No kidding. And yeah. she was at peace with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. She mm-hmm. was not like. Yeah. She was like, this is so sweet of you guys to come over. Yeah, thanks wow. so much. Yeah. So I wonder, like, when you talk about how people, you know, they can be really grumpy and hard mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. at peace and then you see i mean having yeah. pastored for yeah. a, a time yeah you can you see the process some people go through mm-hmm. where there's a lot of unrest and then they yeah. find mm-hmm. a rest and like like you know your mom has mm-hmm. kind of gone through that like, yeah fear several months fear. ago right. you would sit with her because she was very afraid yeah. and then more recently she's told you that she's yeah, not she's afraid. ready she's, mm-hmm. and she's like peace with it. Yeah. i like steve's grandpa i remember steve's grandpa before he passed away and then this other um woman at my old church betty warnholtz I mean, they... There's a name. Yeah, totally. But yeah. Betty specifically, like, she 
she would tell me that she was she was afraid that she wasn't gonna be with Jesus, mm, right? You yeah. know, and I was like, I would sit there and think, if you're not gonna be with Jesus, we're all, we're we're all we're screwed. All, right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Steve's no grandpa too, like he was so, he was so confident in his faith, but like he also you know shared some a lot of like angsty regret mm-hmm. that he had. Sure, but then they get to a place mm-hmm. where. And not everybody experiences mm-hmm. this, obviously, but a lot of people, we see the progression towards, and my mom was the same way, where they, they feel ready and yeah. at peace. And so where does the psychological and spiritual collide, collide mm-hmm. in that? Yeah. Yeah. I've been with people a lot of times mm-hmm. when they've died. Mm-hmm. So, so have you, Sammy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I've, I've been with people that fight it right up yeah. to the yeah. last second and they're on a ventilator and they are trying to breathe as hard as they can. Yeah. And you can see the fight mm-hmm. and it is, they do not want to leave. And then I've been with people where you go, they go, just, mm-hmm. I'm good. Tonight's my yeah. night. Tonight's well, my where they thought. need their loved one to say, it's okay, it's okay for to you go. to go. Yeah. yeah. I've seen that often. Yeah. Like yeah. where yeah. It's, it's almost okay. a release. Yeah. It's you know? okay. Yeah. Like, my dad was one of those guys that fought it, fought it, fought it. Like, yeah. I mean, every step of the way fought yeah, everything. Do whatever you can. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I do remember, you know, the last probably couple months before he passed, he finally was at a place of, okay. I think I'm ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so to hear, I mean, because, yeah. you know, this is 15, 16 years of battling this disease that he ultimately he knew was was going to end, yeah. you know, yeah. um, in him dying. I remember and those. So, yeah, I remember you mm-hmm. saying that he's yeah. come to peace. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was like, I was shocked. I was grateful, but, yeah. but I was really blown away that, you know, so something shifted in there yeah. and I don't yeah, yeah, know yeah, yeah. Yeah, what that was. Yeah. And on the psychological side, this might be helpful mm-hmm. is I think we need to make a distinction between circumstance and core personality too. Sure. Yeah. Because oh. all of us can go okay. through times yeah. that are hard, we're stressed out, could be during times when your kids are just really demanding or difficult or could yeah. be other times where there's financial and we feel angry and anxious and all that. Right. But that might be different than our core personality. Mm-hmm. And right. what we're really talking about is there's sometimes when people, when they're older, get to a place where they're scared. Yeah. They're, they're worried about something. Yeah. But we're also talking about what is someone's really their the essence of their personality mm-hmm, and right. when does that shine yeah. through? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And sometimes when they get over the, through the side of, yeah. okay, I'm not fighting, I'm yep. not scared anymore. Yep. And then you can see that person at yep. rest and at peace and in yeah. a good place. Kind of the, who they, tr- who they truly are right. in that right. sense. Yeah. yeah. So is there anything we can do to help people with that? Or is it just being present with them? I think the, the hope that I have with this conversation is just building empathy yeah. about mm-hmm. this, right? Mm-hmm. It's, yes. yeah. Especially yeah. those of us in this world, it's easy sometimes to get just frustrated. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I think we all probably experience right. Well, I right. mean, I'll tell you, I have a lot more empathy for my mom now mm-hmm. that she's gone mm-hmm. than I did. Same. Sure. When she was alive. Yeah. Same mm-hmm. with my dad. So I think. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Which sucks kind of. I know. I'm trying to have empathy. Right. And that's. Yeah. And and I think our next conversation is going to be what's yeah. what's the not only yeah. impact for us but right. also right uh, what is, what do we do practically? Mm-hmm. So yeah. as an aging person goes through this, right? And I've you know, I've watched this with a number of people. I've been there, watched it. We all have. There is this. Um, uh, how do we? How do we as church? How do we as people, humans, as to understand their plight, because it's all of our plights. Mm-hmm. It's all of us are, it's unless gonna, you die yeah. young, um, to enter into it in a meaningful way. 
-hmm. spiritually and just as humans. That's, and that's been the struggle. Like when I, I go to it, like I've been to a number of nursing homes, I've done a number of services at nursing homes. I've talked to a lot of old people. Um, and yet I find myself still at a little bit of a loss to identify with their, mm -hmm. their mm -hmm. place. Yeah. Let's pick that up. Okay. Let's, yeah, that's a good break for us to okay. pick up our, what, what our part of this is. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. We will pick that up on our next Journey on My Mind. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Journey on My Mind, a podcast brought to you by Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. If you have any questions or feedback, we'd love to hear from you. You can email Kevin at kevin at journeytn.com or text us at 615-861-9503. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date with our latest episodes and join us as we continue to explore the intersection of science and faith.